Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... We've got good news. The world is open again, and people like you, people of faith, are traveling to Catholic sites around the world. Want to travel with exceptional Catholic leaders this fall, next year, or in the future? Are you looking to see specific sites, celebrate traditional Latin Mass, or travel to destinations without vaccine requirements? We are here to help you deepen your faith on pilgrimage. Give us a call at 1-800-842-4842 or visit us online at selectinternationaltours.com. Select International Tours is your pilgrimage company, and we have the perfect Catholic trip for you. Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. Good morning, Philip. Good morning, Ricardo. We are gathering to read about the Feast of Christ King, Christ King of the Universe. So congratulations to you and your parish. Yes. Yeah, one of my parishes, I'm always lucky, one of their feast days on a Sunday. St. Bernard, my other parish, it's whatever the date is, and so it's not necessarily on a weekend always. So thanks. It's the last Sunday of the liturgical year. Yeah, exactly. There is a whole history that we have explained before about this feast, mm-hmm. right? And I was reading to you the, the article in Wikipedia, Quas Primas, and it said the most, probably the most ignored and misunderstood document ever written by a pope. <laughs> Pius Eleventh, I believe, established the feast of, of Christ the King. Right. And then it was moved by Paul VI to the, to the last Sunday of the year. Mm-hmm. When it was 1920-something, is between the wars, I believe, and... and and when the fall of, of the monarchic system in Europe, so that the, the church has always been organized this way and, and the Pope for, for a long time was considered like a king. Right. So I think that was part of the political background in which this, this feast was established. So wondering what significance may have to, to us today. Yeah, exactly. We started strong today. <laughs> we did. No banter. We did. Very good. So why don't we read the gospel and then we can discuss a little bit the feast. All right. So I'm going to read the gospel then. And this is from from where? Reading from John's gospel, chapter 18, verses 33b, which means that we, we catch a verse in the middle up to verse 37. Pilate said to Jesus, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you say this on your own, or have others told you about me? Pilate answered, I am not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and the chief priests handed you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom does not belong to this world. If my kingdom did belong to this world, my attendants would be fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not here. So Pilate said to him, Then you are a king. Jesus answered, You say, I am a king. For this I was born, and for this I came into the world, to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. 
as many times as we accuse John of being a little obscure, there is nothing obscure about this gospel. It's very clear. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so near the end of John's gospel and the passion, you know, as Jesus here is being handed over to, to death. But, uh, and it's these references here to my kingdom. It's not of, the, not of this world. And yeah, it's just, just incredibly clear. Mm -hmm. It reminds me that, the, yes, Jesus is a king, but his throne is a cross. I think you said that yeah. in the past that I thought it was a... A very good statement. Yeah, it's just, this applies a little bit more to maybe Good Friday or Holy Week, but just kind of this, it's really amazing. Our God, whom we worship, was killed, you know, put on a cross. But And here, I guess we think about, we emphasize the other part of that to say, well, it's this kingdom that's not, is not of this world, that that's not really death. That's the beginning of eternal life. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning of the passion, we've said this also, passion means the passivity of Christ, not the passion as people think, oh, passionate because there is a lot of blood and suffering. And you see it here, how he passively lets Pilate condemn him. He could have fought his condemnation, and he, he doesn't. Right. And, and he tries to convince Pilate, but to a point, no, you know, this is what it is, and you do with it whatever you need to do. Right, exactly. What else, you know, do you think about on, on Christ King Sunday and this, uh, this gospel? It's very interesting when it says, in my opinion, one of the areas where, where we, may, we may explore a little bit more my kingdom is not of this world, so what does that mean for us? My kingdom is not is not like so. Is this like a, a criticism or a tension between culture or the, the 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 world in which we live, or what features of the world do we need to to see if we are condemning or not? You know what I mean? How yeah. do we live? In, in a context that is that is a kingdom, a, a culture, a society. It's the perennial tension that goes back to the very beginning of Jesus, even in, before Jesus as well. But yeah, it's that tension of what's of this world and what's not of this world. Sometimes we'd say kind of the secular world and, and the sacred. How does it all relate together? Mm -hmm. There's a certain tension there. There's a relationship and kind of how that all goes together is something that just humanity has thought about since the beginning of time. And there always is this, this sense of tension. And one of the things the Second Vatican Council tried to do was to, to reframe the relationship of the church with the, with the world. It's very interesting that John's Gospel is the one that seems to draw these lines of black and white, uh, light and darkness, the world and ourselves. But at the same time, you have a Gospel like this where I think it's clear that Jesus is saying, I'm, I'm about something else. If I weren't, somebody would be fighting for me now. Exactly. And he g gives up this fight. So right. maybe that's something we could preach about. Who knows? But but what fights should we give up? We, mm. we seem to be in many fights lately. So maybe some are not of our world, you know? Yeah, I, I, I agree. And that, that strong line at the end about the truth, you know, I'm here to testify to the truth. And, you know, everyone who belongs to the truth is, is listening to my mm -hmm. voice. Also a source of inhumanity of, of just kind of tension of our kind of our philosophical understanding of truth. And what, what is true? Is that something that today I think in a lot of ways we think of that? I don't know. Is it black and white? Society would say not necessarily in a mm. lot of other areas. I would say through the Christian vision and through the you know the vision of God, there are a lot of things that are pretty pretty black and white. But I don't know it's it's something to think about and to to pray about. With this, we we conclude. This will be the last week of the of the liturgical year. So we are about to begin a new liturgical year. Maybe Christians should be more intent in celebrating end of the year and new year. 
how do you call them? These these wish lists that we make at the end of the Res- year. Resolutions. New year resolution should be now and yeah. not, not January 1st. Right, exactly. Anything special at your parish for Feast of Christ King? We celebrate Mass with a little bit more pomp and circumstance. Mm-hmm. So incense, which I love. We have uh, incense at all the Masses and some more formal music. And uh, I also find, and I'm really grateful, that the parish shows up a little bit more, <laughs> that we have really high attendance this coming weekend. So I hope that's going to be true as well. And then we're going to have just simple hospitality afterwards, uh, coffee and donuts. I think on Saturday night we've got um, kind of wine and cheese sort of thing. And Excellent. That's, that's always a lot of fun. So thanks for your good wishes for one of my two parishes. And yeah, great way to end the liturgical year and a good time to, to look forward now to Advent, which is going to start next week. I'll see you there. All right. I'll see you next week. This is Kevin O'Brien of EWTN's Theater of the Word. I'm excited also to teach middle school and high school literature, speech, and drama with homeschoolconnections.com, an online Catholic curriculum provider. Your student can meet with me online for a live, interactive class. Whether you take apologetics with John Martinoni or grade school with Jackie De La Viaga, or any of the other 400-plus courses with homeschoolconnections.com, online Catholic learning for your homeschooling family is available for you.